It all started with a dream. This is so stupid! <laughs> In my whole life, <laughs> I got some things to say. I'm still slowly dying, but uh. hey, we all are. <laughs> Good morning, Back Row Radio. I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. And you're streaming the Morning Side Hug. Completely loving, socially awkward, and decidedly Christian. We are a Back Row Morning Show exclusively on BackRowRadio.com. On today's show, you're embarrassing church stories. Plus the latest news, random facts, and more. But first, it is Tuesday, June 16th, and we have a holiday to celebrate. It's a holiday! Okay. It's National Fudge Day. Was that an Oprah impression? <laughs> you get a holiday! <laughs> and you get a holiday! And you get a holiday! Everyone gets a holiday! Okay. Uh, National Fudge Day comes around each year on June 16th, allowing you to indulge in your favorite flavor of this delicious confectionery. Some of the most familiar fudge flavors are chocolate, chocolate nut, peanut butter, maple, and maple nut. Fudge lends itself to experimentation when it comes to flavors. Blending favorites or even a moment of inspiration will create a new delicious kind of fudge. Adding bits of candy, nuts, or sprinkles can bring just the right celebratory burst of excitement to an old favorite. In the late 19th century, some shops on Mackinac Island? Mackinac, yeah. Mackinac? Mackinac Island, Michigan, began to produce similar products as the Vassar College Fund and sold fudge. fudge, Sorry, (laughs) Vassar College Fudge, and sold it to summer vacationers. Fudge is still made in some of the original shops located on the famous island. So you did something I haven't actually heard you do so predominantly in a while. You said June instead of June. (laughs) Mo has this thing with like the double O sound vowels where she mutes it and it's uh you're the only funny. one who hears it no you are you know that's a lie because <laughs> <laughs> i still have the footage of you <laughs> admitting yeah oh. i went back and listened and you're right i do say it like that and i hate it and i hate that you pointed it out to me so leave me alone <laughs> stop picking on me i don't know why you always <gasps> and i think it was june that was in that video too in june in june in june how in do you june. say it Food. 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 <laughs> Food. 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 Am I saying it right now? Food. 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 That's how you June. say it. June. June. Good job. June. <laughs> See, it just feels weird. Noon. Broom. None. Broom. Yeah, I haven't heard you say broom. 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 No, nah, I think that's normal. I think most people pronounce broom that June. way. Broom. June. June. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Shut up and leave me alone. Well, as it turns out, everybody, there is such a thing as too much pizza. A Belgian man says he has been receiving mysterious pizzas that he never ordered for over a decade. While it may initially seem like an annoying prank, the victim says he's received so many pizzas over the years that he shakes every time he hears a scooter coming down the street. Jean van Londingham, a 65-year-old resident of Turnhout, 
Belgium says delivery drivers bring pizza to his door at all hours of the day and night. And independent, the independent reports, this has reportedly been going on for almost a decade and Lang, uh, landing him says he has no idea why initially he reported, uh, reportedly believed that there was some sort of mistake with his address and the correct delivery address. Unfortunately, the food kept arriving sometimes even multiple times in the same day. While he mostly receives pizzas, other fast food items has also been included in the order. One day, Landingham reportedly had 10 different delivery drivers come to his place on the same day, and one of the deliveries was for 14 pizzas. He said, I cannot sleep anymore. I start shaking every time I hear a scooter on the street. I dread that someone will come to drop off hot pizzas yet another time. Adding another odd layer to the mystery is the fact that one of Langingham's friends, who lives 20 miles away, has reportedly also been suffering from similar mystery deliveries. This has led authorities to believe that the culprit must be someone the two men both know. Unfortunately for now, the case remains a mystery. So, Which one of their friends has the most <laughs> amount of money? Oh, no. There has been another story. These are not paid for. These are being sent to his house with him being expected to pay for them. Wow. Yeah. So what do you say? Right. <laughs> and so I've got to, I don't know how big a town that is, but I got to assume it's like a big city. Yeah. Because you got to be able to order from multiple different places. Cause I would assume that if it was the same local pizza hut or whatever, eventually they just stopped delivering. To why house. have they not red flagged his address? <laughs> like, why is it? I feel like that would have been done a long time ago. Right. It's been a decade. Right. Every time that we get an order for this address and it says we'll pay upon delivery, no, you're going to need to pay now. <laughs> Sorry. I've... Yeah. I don't understand. But what? I mean, imagine the person doing it, though. Like, either this person has held a grudge. For 10 years to the point where every single day of their life for the last 10 years, they've been playing this prank and never felt a twinge of guilt about That's it. That's commitment. <laughs> or it's someone who just, maybe there's no grudge at all. Maybe they just randomly picked some friends that they were just going to keep playing this prank on and has held on to it for 10 years. But either way, doing this for 10 years straight. It's commitment. That's a psychopath. <laughs> Some could say that about marriage. <laughs> I, I, oh man, it's some kid who in high school wanted that last piece of pepperoni pizza, and these two guys snatched it up before he could get it. It's like you ain't getting it, and so now they've pulled. A Joey, where it's, you won't let me borrow any of your clothes, I'm going to wear all of your clothes. <laughs> you won't let me have the last piece of pizza, I'm going to give you all the pizza. Yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm just trying to think of the day of the life of the guy who's sending the pizzas. He's going about his day, going to work, has lunch, whatever, comes home. Gets into his pajamas, sits down on the couch, pulls out his phone, orders 14 pizzas to send to some guy that offended him 10 years ago. Then he makes dinner and you know, just goes about his day. Just that whole That's killing them with kindness kind of thing. Like, 
taken it just up a, a, a level, <laughs> up a notch. <laughs> oh, man. What a world. <laughs> and we get to live in it. Coming up next hour, it is Tuesday Junk Foods Day. We'll be back with more of the Morning Side Hug right here on Back Row Radio. Morning side hug. We hope you're enjoying our mix of music this morning on Back Row Radio. We'll be talking about new and upcoming junk food when we come back at the top of the hour. But first, here's your lifeline. Okay, so when I go in there for judgment, I need how many points to get into heaven? 1,000. Should be, no problem. I was a good husband. How many points do you think I'll get for that? Oh, two. Two? Well, how much for being a doctor? Now I saved lives. Hmm, three points. That's it? What about the time I ran into that burning house to save a kitten? That was good. And? Two points. But I could have died. Two points. I banked a lot on that stupid cat. I'm sorry. So to get into heaven, I need... 1,000 points. And I have... Seven. It's time for you to go in now. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm a pretty good fellow. If all I get is seven points, how does anyone get into heaven? They don't take the test. What? Now, why not? Because they know they don't meet God's standards. Then how do they get into heaven? They've asked Jesus to take the test for them. They get in on his score, not theirs. Are you putting your faith in what you can do or accomplish? Or are you putting your faith? Welcome back to the Morning Side Hug, a back row morning show here on backrowradio.com. I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. And it is the second hour, and we're going to kick it off with five random facts. Five random facts. Aw, really? What? In 2004, Paul Walker secretly bought a $10,000 engagement ring for a U.S. veteran. Paul was at a jewelry store and overheard a couple talking about a ring they loved but couldn't afford. Paul quietly paid for the ring, and the couple didn't know it was him for nearly 10 years. It just makes me miss Paul Walker. Oh, yeah. Uh, Spiders don't have muscles in their legs. They move them using a hydraulic system powered by their blood pressure. When they die, their legs curl up because the blood pressure is gone. Interesting. Kind of gross. <laughs> a blonde with no E is a fair-haired male. A blonde with an E is a fair-haired female. And see, I just learned that, and that makes so much sense to me because I've seen it spelled both ways my whole life, and I've never known which one is the right way because I'm blonde. And I write it occasionally on different things, usually like surveys on Facebook or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't ever decide, should I put the E or should I not? Well, now you know. Now I know. I should not. I was today years old when I, <laughs> when I learned that. The sperm whale is the loudest animal on the planet. They can produce sounds of up to 230 decibels, loud enough to vibrate the human body to death. <laughs> And most new cars fake engine noise. Okay, hold on. Most new cars fake engine noise through their speakers so that car enthusiasts will buy them. Modern engines are relatively quiet. Mm hmm. That's messed up. That's some, that's some uh, mind manipulation junk right there. So if you're one of them people that likes the sound of the engine, chances are. It's fake. (laughs) All right, everybody. Well, it is Tuesday, Junk Foods Day, and we...
kind of forgot about that when when writing out the scripts for today. So we scrapped a segment we were going to do that we weren't enthused about. And we're going to do this kind of on the fly. So I don't have these prepared. You're welcome. (laughs) It was Mo who reminded me that I'd forgotten it. Did not have these prepared uh, in advance. So we're just going to go through them as we seize them. First of all, there is new squeezable Jif peanut butter. That comes in a tube that looks like toothpaste. It is a peanut butter toothpaste tube. No, thank you. (laughs) Next. Uh, Let's see here. Oh, that's fun. Click off one. It just resets the page. Uh, (laughs) Chocolate covered paydays are coming back. Have you ever been a fan of the payday? Uh-huh. I love. I love a payday. The payday. But there are so many people who hate the payday. But I didn't realize that there was ever a chocolate-covered payday. Yeah, every now and then. Uh, I think this will be the third time it's come back. But it's always just for a few months, you know. But I'm not sure if I'm into it. I've never had it. But, like, the, the allure of the payday for me is it's almost like it's a... It's almost like a savory candy bar, mm-hmm. you know. It's very, very yeah. salty and just with that little bit of caramel sweetness in the inside. I don't want it covered in sugary chocolate, you know? Mm-hmm. That just sounds like... I agree. Yeah, that's all. It kind of seems like a Snickers then, almost. like. Yeah, it would, I feel like it would taste like a bad Snickers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have heard uh, reviews on the Frosted Chocolatey Churro Pop-Tarts, by the way. Oh, yeah? That they're terrible, apparently. I've yeah, to say. so you were right. And Some what makes you it just don't mix. What makes it worse is that Pop Tarts jumped the gun and automatically said this is going to be one of their new permanent flavors before it was even released. So now you we'll stuck with the nastiness. That, see how long that lasts. Uh, Hershey's Kisses coming out with a new uh, sugar cookie version. Uh, I don't think that's due until closer to the holidays, but it's got a like a red and green little um, like sprinkle effect mm-hmm. on the inside of it. It's interesting. It might the be sh- worth a try. It's like the, the sugar cookie flavored things are always hit or miss. Yeah. Uh, but it's worth a try. New Pringles. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Okay. There's always a new Pringles. Almost Listen, every week, right? We looked for the sweet corn one and can't find it. Yeah, I so think I think maybe it just came out. Okay. This one is on its way. The Wendy's Baconator Pringles. <laughs> ba- Originally, bacon I rolled heavy, my eyes. Bacon-heavy then... cheeseburger with the Baconator sauce flavor. Could be good. Could be good. Yeah. They're going all in. This is like, I think this is the first like fast food themed Pringles I've ever seen. Like officially sponsored could be wrong about that i don't think i've ever seen it but yeah I don't but know. here um i gotta tell you something i'm gonna need you to play that back like go back and find the sound clip because you just sounded like tim taylor from home improvement because you went okie dokie uh Listen, there was somebody out there that was like, wait, did he just do the Tim the Toolman Taylor thing? Is Tim Allen? Tim Allen? Is Tim Allen on the show? He totally did. <laughs> to whoever that one person is, I heard it as well. All right. So how many Fritos flavors can you name? Uh, original. Original. Chili. The chili cheese, yeah. 
That's Is that all it. you got? <laughs> Is there a spicy one? I think they've recently come out with like a jalapeno spiced one uh, in the last couple of years. I'm pretty sure there's a green one. But then there's also the honey barbecue one where the Frito is twisted. Really? Like a like a rotini pasta. Those have been out for a really long oh, time too. Yes. You know what okay. I'm talking about? Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, they have also just now released a regular barbecue Frito. Okay. That's not twisted up. And I don't know how to feel about it. Why? I really love barbecue potato chips. Yeah. A corn chip is so much different. It is. But the honey barbecue Fritos are... I hate them. What? I hate them. Oh, I love them. I love the chili cheese ones. Obviously not enough for me to remember that they were a flavor. <laughs> but... Right? You didn't even remember they existed. How can you say you love them? I if Okay, so... <laughs> If I were standing at a store and it were the Fritos, I'm going to go for the honey barbecue every time. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. No, it's chili cheese all the way for me. Chili but cheese But I'm not a Frito rigs. fan. No? I feel like it's like a twice a year thing for me. I'm... Yeah, I'm not, it's not something I could have as a standard in my pantry, I don't think. So here, if I get like the, the um, oh gosh, the bags of the mixed chips, you know, the little individually... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The small bags. Okay. The, yeah. So if I get one of those and... The variety pack. Thank that's you. That's what we're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, Fritos are always the last ones there. Always, yeah. Always. And if I am stuck with one of those bags that I have to eat of Fritos, I like open it, open my mouth wide, and eat it in one serving. Because they're like, always the smallest ones, too. <laughs> They're always smaller than all the other bags because they're small chips, small, heavy, dense chips. Yeah. Um, And yeah, that's true. We get those for CR here and, and, you know, that's always the thing that's left over. But that's always the case with me. It's if I get a bag of Fritos because it's all we have and I eat it, I always think to myself, why don't I eat these more? These are great. Oh. And I think everybody kind of has that mindset. No. I No? no. I will savor any other chip. Like, I'm going to eat it. one chip at a time. Okay, yeah. Fritos one, are like, I'm Fritos, just eating because I'm, I'm bored. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty then. Uh, Pepsi is coming out with a new Pepsi Pineapple. Ooh. With a splash yeah. of pineapple juice. I don't know. Yeah. See, I hear these things, and at first I'm like, oh, that sounds good. Or, oh, that's disgusting. And then two seconds later, I'm like, oh, wait. Rethinking. Calculating. Um, there was a time, there was a time in my life where Diet Pepsi, you could get Wild Cherry Diet Pepsi, you could get Diet Pepsi Twist, which was the lemon infused mm-hmm. one, and you could get Diet Pepsi Lime. And I loved all three of them. And I would have a case of all three of them in my apartment at all times. And they stopped doing those last two. And I've been really sad ever since. Yeah. Because those citrus-infused ones are really good. So this, even though I don't really like pineapple flavor all that much, it makes me think I might like this if they make a diet version, which I don't know if they will. They should come up with a cool name for it, though, like a pina Pepsi. And you think that, but they really... Pepsi with pineapple. The point is they have to keep the Pepsi name out because that's what people like. They've they've tried that so many times, renaming it or making it a whole new flavor or something, but yeah, just can't. 
Yeah. Can't do it. And that's boring. You know, though, before it actually comes out, here's a good way to test it and see. Go to Sonic, get a Pepsi, and just ask for pineapple. I don't think so. I think that would be far better than anything really? you'd get. Yeah. Oh. Like That's... if you're gonna buy a cherry coke or you're gonna get a coke with cherry from Sonic, it's gonna be much better from Sonic. So right? my new jam, yeah, is a Sonic Sprite with cherry. Heck yes, it's amazing. Even there, they have the Sprite Zero too. Like get a Sprite Zero with cherry or okay. cherry and lime, kills it. Yeah, it's beautifully delicious. And I would have never thought to put <laughs> cherry with Pepsi ever. Oh, you said Pepsi. No, sorry, Sprite. Okay, Sprite, yeah. Sprite. Never, ever, ever would have thought. Really? But there's something... Okay, this is one of these things that I've learned since quarantine, okay? A fountain Sprite, there's something about it. Oh, yeah, much better. It, like, hits the button every single time. Never fails. Absolutely. Never fails. I can even go to Allsup's and get a fountain Sierra Mist, Mm -hmm. and it's the most delicious thing Ever. Yeah, when I worked at uh, Wiener Schnitzel, we had Sierra Mist. Yeah. Best soda there. I wouldn't drink anything else there. Yeah. Uh, but buy a Sierra Mist from the bottle, like, meh, whatever. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> um, but then I went to Taco Villa, and they have, you know, they have the on-the-menu cherry Sprite, cherry Coke. And mm. I was like, oh, well, this is a new thing. No. Taco Villa, I'm sorry. Sorry. All Sonic right, has right. got you beat. Sonic is where it's at. Yeah, because you got to have that real, it's the real yeah. flavor mix, mixed in as well. Yeah. It's like half half artificial, half real mm-hmm. with their stuff. So uh, so better. y'all just go right now. It's not part of our Tuesday Junk Foods Day, but it is now. Go get you a Sonic Cherry Sprite. All right, next up on the list, Cheetos coming out with an even hotter Great. Flaming Hot. Great. It is called Flaming Hot Pepper Puffs, and the puffs are shaped like little habanero peppers or whatever. Great. It's pretty cute. Flaming Hot. No, thank you. <laughs> Remember, we've, we've said that starting soon, we're going to have, we're going to try something yeah, yeah, during yeah. a junk food day. One of these junk foods. So that's going to be one of them, I'm almost certain. Well, you know. <laughs> You can't make me do anything I don't want to do. <laughs> Just keep that in mind. You see, you say that, and yet everything I've ever wanted you to do, you've done. So <laughs> even if it's taken a while, you usually feel that kind of twinge of guilt, not for me, but for the people that are watching or listening. You're like, I feel like I have to. Okay, so listen, <laughs> that, just, that shows how much I care about you, okay? Because we went to... On last Saturday night, we went to, or last Friday night, sorry, we went to a, a, a little gathering, a party, where we didn't know what we were going to, but a friend said, hey, come over, we're having a chef cook a meal, she's going to sell these products, you don't have to buy anything, but it's free dinner, and we're like, okay, cool, so it's these That's pots and scam pans. right there. It, it was a scam, <laughs> but we didn't buy anything. Um, we walked away victorious. Um <laughs> But it these it's top of the line, really amazing, very expensive. 
pots and pans, okay? And she does this whole chemistry test in front of you where she has five different pans that she boils water and baking soda in and then makes you taste baking soda, the salt water, from each pan, okay? We're three pans in and my stomach is hurting. I, I ain't doing it. Sorry, you cannot make me. I am done. And so she's passing around the spoon and I looked at her and I said, I'm not tasting this one. And she said, please, if you could just taste it, it, it's all about the experience, blah, blah. And my friend is like, come on, I tasted all five of them when I went to my show. You can do it. No, you can't make me. I ain't tasting it. My stomach hurts. I am done. And you best believe Mo did not try those last two saltwater pans. <laughs> that seems like such a weird, weird proof of concept. So drink salt water from all five of these pans. Okay, so the the purpose was to show that as your food is cooking, the metal or the material that your pans are made out of, one not only changes the flavor, but the uh, materials that are used in the pots and pans will um, get absorbed into your food. So like some of them were very metallicy, tasted of high metal. And it's just because of the grade of stainless steel or metal or whatever that they use in those pots and pans. Okay. And so supposedly you get to the fifth one and it was going to taste like fresh mountain spring water. No, the first one was her pot, her pan. Oh. So you taste it. She's like, baking soda is basically salt. Okay. You put it in. So we're having salt water. So what do you expect to taste? And we're all like, well, duh, salt water. Okay. So we taste it and we're like, yeah, that tastes like salt water. Gross. And then it gradually gets worse and worse and worse after that. At one point, it tasted like I had took a giant jug of my pool water and just took a sip. (laughs) It was nasty. And they expected me to do this five times. (laughs) I don't like them as much as I like you or our listeners. So I did not feel the first amount of guilt saying, no, I'm not doing this. When you said free meal, I expected food, not spoonfuls of gross water. Hold up and listen to this. Okay, <laughs> listen. We've been doing a lot of side, side stories. <laughs> My friend texted that afternoon and said, come hungry at five o'clock. What you hear? We gonna be eating at five o'clock. Right, yeah, that's Come what it sounds hungry. like. Be hungry because we're eating at five. We didn't eat until seven fifteen. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you had to sit through two hours and fifteen minutes of this presentation. It got to the point to where I was hangry. Like <laughs> I, I was not even in a good mood anymore. That's one of those. Uh, come to our free ski weekend and just sit through a six-hour uh, timeshare presentation. <laughs> First. Now, here, here's the thing. We did book one of these dinners. <laughs> yeah. And you're being invited. You're coming. <laughs> so, but you don't have to buy anything. You can walk away just like uh, we did. Some fat news for you. No, it's fun. <laughs> just do, one, don't come hungry. Yeah, you sounded like you had a great time. <laughs> Listen, one, don't come hungry. Force you fed ain't eaten metal for, water. You ain't eaten for two hours until afterwards. <laughs> After you get there. And two, don't drink the metal water. <laughs> Next up on our list of junk food, <laughs> we got a pair of Kit Kats. We got apple pie flavored Kit Kat. And we got 
hazelnutty flavored Kit Kat. So I am a fan of Kit Kats. I mm-hmm. really enjoy Kit Kats. They're delightful. I love them. Even though they're still like heavily enrobed in chocolate, they yeah. feel like a light candy. I agree. It's nice. But of course that makes me eat way more than I need to of them. Sure. Like I'll get a king size. These are basically air. <laughs> I mean that's true. But I'm curious. I think that the hazelnut may taste a bit like a um, Kinder. Yeah, that or or those uh, Ferrero Rocher or whatever things. Ferrera yeah, Rocher, that yeah. what they call. Because yeah. that's what it's like a crispy thing on the inside too, mm-hmm. right? A crispy mm-hmm. wafer circle. Like that's what I'm. That's what yeah. I'm picturing. Well, so Kinder has chocolate bars. Oh. And so You're that's right, what they do. I've never had them before. Not the Bueno bars because the Bueno bars are like they're soft on the inside. It's like a creamy. Oh, I guess that's what I'm center. thinking of then. Oh, they oh, so Kinder is the brand. Yeah. And then they have the different. Oh. Like the Kinder Joy is the egg. Okay, and then the Kinder. The American version of the egg, with the scooping. No. Yeah, because the Kinder because everywhere else they're called Kinder eggs. Okay. And I know that because I've seen them and I had them. No, a Kinder egg is huge and okay. it's chocolate on the outside and it has an actual egg on the inside that has a toy inside of it. It's big. Yeah, some, but that wasn't no. big. Yes, they're big. They're little ones with toys. Those are joys. No, Those are that's Kinder the thing joys. here. No, that is a Kinder <laughs> joy. The big one is the Kinder egg. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> and then they have Kinder Buenos. Wrong. But I was also wrong. We're both wrong. <laughs> what is it? The ones the ones in the other countries that are small that have the toy on the inside, they're called Kinder Surprise. Oh. The Kinder Joy are the one here in the little plastic thing that's really just like a scoopable gross. Okay, but is it the are the Kinder Surprise the big ones? No, no, no. You're probably right with Kinder Egg being the big one. I've never seen a big one. You're saying that the little ones are called a Kinder Surprise? The little ones are called Kinder Surprise. Oh, no. There's several of them. All sizes are called Kinder Kinder Surprise. I'm seeing a giant collection of the different shapes, and they all say surprise on them. Like, there are huge ones. Yeah. Huge. Massive. Yeah. Like, three feet tall. The big ones are called Kinder Surprise Maxi, which is gross. Because we use that word for only one other product here in America. (laughs) Okay, well, we're talking about Europe. (laughs) Yeah, the Kinder Joy are those things that are shaped like an egg, but you open them and it's a scooper. Yeah. Which is the American version, which is stupid. Which is what I said. It's called a Kinder Joy. That is what I said. The big ones are Kinder Eggs. But they're not. (laughs) That is literally what I said. Then they have the Bueno bars, and then my favorite, they have a bunch of different ones, but my favorite are the Kinder Cereal. What? But it's spelled differently. It's spelled, obviously, like it would be spelled in Europe. But it's like rice cereal. It's like Rice Krispies in a chocolate bar. It's so good. It's amazing. It is Isn't my favorite. Isn't that just a crunch? Isn't just that a Nestle crunch? Um, <laughs> so a crackle? You know how with a, a crunch, the chocolate to 
cereal ratio is pretty even. There's yeah. not a whole lot of chocolate. It's a very thin layer of chocolate. I guess. It's really not a whole lot of chocolate if you okay. look at it. The Kinder does more of a chocolate. Heavy on the chocolate. A little bit of cereal inside. Oh, okay. it's so good. Okay. I forgot what we were getting, what point we were trying to make. <laughs> we're talking about Kit Kats. And so I thought that maybe uh, the hazelnut Kit Kat would taste a bit like the Kinder's. Kind of like that one. Okay. Um, so that's where we were originally going. <laughs> if you're still listening, we're sorry. <laughs> All right. Our last list item here for Junk Food Tuesday is a new a new set of donuts from Krispy Kreme. They're, they they're dessert donuts. They've got a coconut cake donut, which is glazed coconut cake donut with uh, coconut icing and coconut sprinkled on top, mm-hmm. shredded coconut. They've got a Mississippi mud pie. Why you gotta say it like that? Because it's from Mississippi. Isn't that how they talk? I'm oh. disappointed in you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a chocolate pie cream filling chocolate icing cookie and graham crumbles and a marshmallow drizzle good night that's mm-hmm. too much of a donut mm-hmm. i can't eat that and then lastly banana pudding mm. which apparently is a big deal in baptist potlucks everywhere but here oh it is i don't understand why banana pudding's not a bigger thing here yeah like we did that it. we did that we did the potluck dessert bracket thing uh on back row baptist church on our facebook group and everybody was upset that banana pudding didn't make it like to the final four or something i'm like what is wrong with you people who would want to pick banana pudding over any of these desserts oh (laughs) it's a big deal but uh this is a obviously banana pudding filled donut uh topped with whipped cream and three little nilla wafers on top which again that's a lot of dessert that's a a big donut so coconut cake might be my favorite yeah i grew up on coconut cake it was my grandfather's favorite type of cake and i haven't had a coconut cake in 15 years because my husband doesn't like coconut Uh, I feel like I would need the whole thing to be enrobed in chocolate, and then I would eat it. So it would I'm, be like a I German only, chocolate cake. Yeah, I, I, well, kind of. Except I don't like the, I don't like the way that they do the coconut on the German chocolate cake, and that weird. Not it's not even icing. I don't know. It it, it has the consistency of snot, in my opinion. I don't like it. I uh, don't know what kind of snot is coming out of your nose. <laughs> but I enjoy like. Almond joys. I like the, mm. the, the the I like the mixture of the milk chocolate and the coconut together, just fine. Or the dark chocolate, whatever. So if we had that, as long as it was dipped in chocolate, I'd be fine. Even a drizzle, a drizzle of chocolate, drizzle it home, and I'll be fine. So have you seen our our local donut shops Tuesday experiment that they've been doing? The booze day Tuesday thing, mm-hmm. where they're doing different. Uh, I cocktail think, inspired donuts. I think they should call it Tipsy Tuesday. <laughs> I don't know why they're doing Booze Day Tuesday, but whatever. But I have had their Pina Colada donut and their Hurricane donut. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like heaven. <laughs> West Virginia. Um, it's, I mean... 
how how, un, how obnoxious to do a uh, a pun on the word Tuesday. Booze day, Tuesday. That's just obnoxious. Anyway, that's the end of Junk Foods Day Tuesday. We will be back. <laughs> Coming up next, your embarrassing church stories. We'll be back with more of the morning side hug right here on Back Row Radio. <laughs> Side hug here on Back Row Radio, sharing airtime with the best mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie. At the top of the hour, we're sharing your embarrassing church stories, but first, here's your critical hit with Hector Mira. Hey, everybody, welcome to Critical Hit. I'm Hector Mira with Faith and Fandom, and I just wanted to share a quick thought with you. So, I'm all types of nerd, but I'm also a Bible nerd. I love scripture, I love reading scripture, and I've been reading scripture since I was 13, so I'm kind of a fan. And uh, one of the things that I honestly freak out over is when I'm reading comic books, and not just a reference is there, but when, like, in a comic book, full scripture is used. You know, a couple years ago now, um, Batman issue 53 ended with a actual Job reference, which I thought was dope. Um, and then just in the past month in Joe Hill's Basketful of Heads number six, the last panel of the comic book was Proverbs 28 one. And then in Daredevil 20, which just dropped this past week, uh, there's a whole panel that proceeds over the course of a couple pages where Typhoid Mary and Daredevil, it's sharing Psalm 144 verse one and you know it just i i turn these pages and i freak out i'm like hey scripture and the thing is like it doesn't always mean the same things to the people that write the comics as it does to me but scripture is always powerful and every time we see it um in isaiah 55 verse 11 you know the lord is speaking through the prophet Isaiah, and it says, So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me void, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Anytime we use scripture, whether we have a purpose or not, God accomplishes what he wants to with it. And, you know, we're in a world so often where scripture can be incendiary or it can cause a problem or, you know, it could cause a fight. But realistically, it's God's words. And whether it's in Daredevil or Basketful of Heads, Scripture is powerful from comic book to our plain conversation. So I would encourage you, don't ever be afraid to use Scripture because God can do powerful things with it that we never expect. Faith and Fandom is a ministry of outreach and encouragement to geek culture. You can connect with us at Faith and Fandom, Finding God and Geek Culture on Facebook. We have several books of geeky Bible studies and devotionals, a metric ton of memes, are present and active at dozens of Comic-Cons each year, and have multiple podcasts, including Love Thy Nerds Pull List Podcast, which I co-host. I'm Hector Mirai, and that's your Critical Hit.
Welcome back to the Morning Side Hug, a Back Row Morning Show here on BackRowRadio.com. I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. And we took to our Facebook group, uh, Back Row Baptist Church, last week, and we asked the question, uh, or rather asked you, to share with us an embarrassing story from church. Tell us a story, we said. And you did not disappoint. As we speak, there have been roughly 90 stories shared in this thread, which has been the largest response to one of these things that we've ever done. So uh, too many for me to pair through. So we're just going to kind of read them (laughs) and see what we get and hope they aren't inappropriate. But I started with my story, which my story was uh, I was running. And you've heard this several times. I was running. I was running. I was running. <laughs> and then I got to the end and I thought, why well, stop there? I don't remember how this was going. Okay, tell you. Moving story. on. I was running music for a wedding uh, for a friend of mine. She had all of her music on a tablet. And we had never played music from a tablet for a service of any kind before. Uh, but we did have the capability. I hadn't ever used a tablet at all up to this point. But uh, the rehearsal went fine, so I thought I was good and I was overconfident in my abilities. Uh, When the service began, instead of Canon and D, I accidentally hit some loud booty bouncing rap song (laughs) to the shocked faces of everyone in attendance. I quickly scrambled to fix it, and then I crumpled to the floor of the sound booth and avoided eye contact with anyone for the rest of the service. She doesn't even remember it happening. Thank goodness. But, uh, yeah. It was awkward. Was I here? I feel like you had to have been. Did you go to... I mean, it was Megan and Tyler. Did you go to Megan and Tyler's wedding? Oh, no. They no. were already married when I first met uh, them. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's kind of funny. <laughs> what you got booty bouncing music on your tablet for, Megan? It's just... I hit the thing. I'm like, oh my gosh! <laughs> stop! It. Stop! Stop! Gingerly tap the right one. <laughs> slunk onto the floor. <laughs> Ugh, man. Okay, here we go. We were at a small... This is from Leanne. No, I'm sorry. I'm skipping one. First one up. Here we go. Monique Crandon, uh, one of our more active posters. As an alternative to Halloween, our church has an annual event called Fall Festival. Uh, we used to call it the Funny Face Festival for the children. Uh, I have a physical disability, and I use a power wheelchair to get around. Several years ago, I volunteered to help out the lollipop tree game. If I remember correctly, the children play a game, and then they get to go to this cardboard tree shaped like a Christmas tree that has lollipops stuck in it, and they get to grab a lollipop after the game. So it's like their prize. About five minutes before the festival began, I accidentally knocked over the tree with my wheelchair, and all the lollipops fell all over the ground, and I just had to sit there. While everyone else bent over and picked them all up. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I'd feel bad. (laughs) Dang. Well, I'd help you if I could. (laughs) I get that. I get that, Wendy. All right. Uh, Leanne Joyner Boyer says, we were at a small rural church. Rural. So that's a word I can't say. Rural. Rural church in Georgia. And uh, while the usher prayed for the offering, my sister's cell phone started ringing. The chorus to Highway to Hell by ACDC. I'm on a highway to hell. 
Heck, a Rooney. A little girl, Rebecca Rutherford Childs. As a little girl, I loved to watch the baptisms in church. My mom would stack hymnals for me to sit on so I could see. I could still remember one baptism. Our preacher talked about the death, burial, and resurrection, pinched the lady's nose, and put her under the water. As he raised her back up, she came up, but her wig stayed in the water. (laughs) 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 My mom, my mom very quickly clapped her hand over my mouth before I could make a loud comment. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) I love it. Oh, man. All right. Clifton Brock Lively. I went on a mission trip in high school. There were eight girls and myself and three couples on the trip. I was trying to be cool since I was the only guy. We worked like dogs that day, and when the day was over, we were all exhausted. I was fighting to stay awake when we went to eat supper. They asked me to pray. It was our mission team, and several volunteers from my church were working uh, working there. I was so tired, and my brain had checked out. For some reason, instead of blessing the food, my brain said, Okay, we are tired, and it's time to pray. And I pulled out a prayer that my mom had taught me when I was four years old. Instead of blessing the food, I prayed, Dear Lord, thank you for the day. Help me not to have any bad dreams and not to wet the bed tonight. Amen. She said, I wanted to crawl into a ditch when everyone started laughing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Who boy. That's a rough one. I've had moments <laughs> like that where you're just mentally checked out. You really don't know what you're saying. You're just kind of talking. And then all of a sudden you're like, whoa. Your brain, your brain's just picking pieces that look like what you need to say yep. here. <laughs> yep. Like, this is a prayer, right? All prayers are prayers. <laughs> All prayers are prayers. (laughs) One prayer is as good as another. Whoever was picking the prayer files that day is fired inside my brain. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Let's see. Dana, 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 Dana Marie Cox. Uh, My daddy was the gentlest man of God ever. One Sunday, my daddy was preaching, and I was sitting in the back of the youth. They were a bit rowdy, and suddenly there was silence from the pulpit. I looked up as my daddy said in the calmest tone ever, Dana? Please come up and sit beside your mother. I had to walk all the way up the aisle. And Mama just padded the seat beside her and didn't even look at me. And that's when I knew Judgment Day had truly come. <laughs> <laughs> she says, this still causes me anxiety even today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's <laughs> clearly middle-aged or older at this point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Those are the kind of things that you don't forget. There are several memories I have from when I was a kid where you get truly embarrassed that if I think about them right now, still, I feel that just that ang- anxious uh-huh. yeah, yeah. in my heart. Oh, yeah. I can remember my parents doing the same thing. I mean, they didn't <laughs> say anything, but my dad would give me that look and with his finger tell me to come here. <laughs> and I knew, oh, goodness. Oh, man. All right. Let's see here. 
uh, in a reply to that one, Don Rose Bauman said, My husband is a PK with five siblings, a pastor's kid, for those not in the know. One Sunday, while his father was preaching, he was poking his sister silently with a toothpick he had found. In the middle of the sermon, dead silence with a death glare from the pulpit, when the pastor said, Alex, if you poke her one more time, I'm coming down there to paddle you. <laughs> He said the torture was really waiting for the car ride home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then in a reply also there uh, from Kristen's story, she said, my mom once got up and sat between my boyfriend and I. <laughs> so, yeah, that'll work. Uh, let's see here. Sarah Wilson, seriously, only as a child, two things, one for me and one for my sister that I witnessed the same year. She's three years younger than me, so I was six or seven. I was sitting on my grandpa's lap and went uh, potty. Came back and sat on... Oh, no, I'm sorry. Sat on grandpa's lap, went potty. Didn't go potty on grandpa's lap. Okay. Just making clear. Okay. Went to the bathroom. Came back and sat on quote-unquote grandpa's lap, only it was like a row or two behind us and just some guy we went to church with that apparently looked like my grandpa from behind. Uh, yeah. And then my sister wanted to show my aunt's sister her new undies and pulled her dress up over her head to show her everyone in the middle of service. <laughs> so, yeah, those are good. Mm-hmm. You want to sit on some stranger's lap in the middle of service. Imagine being that guy. What do you do? Like, if you don't know the kid. If like, you if don't... it's a church, like, if it's a church where, you know, everybody knows everybody, it's exactly. not a big deal. But if, like, what if you were a... Visitor, <laughs> this is your first time. Kid just comes, sits on your lap. I ain't never coming back to this church again. <laughs> or what if you're new to Christianity in general? And you come and you're like, is this a normal thing? Do we just do this? Is everybody like supposed to treat each other like family? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> nice little girl. <laughs> in, a, in a display of cantankerousness, our, our good friend Kevin Wellborn oh, of course. responded... I have done nothing wrong ever in my life. Ah. <laughs> uh, ah. <laughs> uh, if only he could have if reached only. very deeper. <laughs> I'm sure he could have found a story. Uh, yeah, what's funny about that is that comes up every year at least. He was far more embarrassed about it than anybody else. Nobody else even noticed. He was the one that brought it up. Did I say very deeper in my survey? <laughs> and so I had to find it and make a big deal out of it. But no one else even cared or anything. Had he not made a deal about how much that embarrassed him, we wouldn't be making fun of him. Yeah. But let's play it right now, just for fun. He's also telling the Corinthians at this, in the Greek languages, very deeper and uh, paints a better picture than our English language does. The Greek language is very deeper and very deeper, very deeper. All right. Now that you're sufficiently caught up on what we're talking about, <laughs> that was our former pastor, uh, Kevin Wellborn. Love you. <laughs> Back to stories. These are, we are sharing your stories uh, your embarrassing church stories that you shared with us in our Facebook community, Back Row Baptist Church. Go join if you haven't yet. This is from uh, Brenda Bryant, and this is a long one. 
with a lot of emojis and I can't accurately give emojis credit, but here we go. So everybody has that one pair of underwear you wear as the absolute last pair because nothing else is clean or you just don't feel like being um, pretty. And well, the last pair you hate wearing because it acts up. Okay, acts up. I don't know what that means and I don't know where this is going. Just so you know, reading this for the first time. <clears throat> like, rolls up or rolls down. It's holy. It's got elastic that doesn't cooperate. Don't act like y'all don't know what I'm talking about because you do. <laughs> <laughs> well, one Sunday, I reluctantly put on that pair. <laughs> and then my full-length, super comfy, solid black go-to skirt and finished getting ready and made my way to band practice that Sunday morning. I made it through practice, coffee and welcoming and pleasantries, no problems. Well, the worship service started, and I don't stand still while singing and worshiping God, much less at church at all. I'm a little charismatic, to say the least. So those underwear slowly started a downward roll. No. (laughs) I mean, like, trying to peel themselves off me (laughs) and were snowballing downward in an attempt to take themselves to the pits of the underworld. Hear me when I say... There was nothing I could do. By the time the music portion was done, I had penguin walked in hopes of them not cascading all the way down to the back of the sanctuary and tried getting to the bathroom. My underwear was no longer covering what it should have. At this point, I feel as if commando would have been a better choice. This was one day I was super thankful for wide thighs. Know what I'm saying? Because Lord knows them thighs were the only thing keeping them under britches from falling straight to the floor. I was convinced everyone could see and knew what was happening under that floor-length skirt. Needless to say, that pair went into the garbage. I was totally mortified and no one ever knew it or why, except my husband, who could tell something was wrong after the first song. (laughs) (laughs) Mo's face is just in a state of shock. Man, that is like worst fear ever. It's not even something that you ever consider. Yeah, my underwear might fall while I'm up here singing, but I'll be, I'll be all right. It's all good. No, like. I, I can't. I. Oh, my gosh. Matt is laughing hysterically at your pain, but I am just, I'm mortified in this moment. I just don't, I'm so sorry that happened to you. Just hear me say, there was nothing I could do. It's just, that's hilarious. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I really, really am. Nobody knew what happened. Nobody knew. Nobody else knew. Had she gotten called out by the whole church? I'd be a little less uh, laughy about it. No, that's fantastic. <laughs> now Mo is going to really contemplate all of her underwear choices. Well, but, okay, no, forward. here's the thing. The church that I grew up in, I yeah. grew up Pentecostal and so very charismatic. Mm-hmm. And it was, I mean, a regular thing that you would, as we would call it, fall out in the spirit. Okay? And that's during praise and worship when... The Holy Spirit just overtakes you, and there's nothing that you can do but fall to the ground in prayer, Mm, okay? mm -hmm. 
multiple times, I've seen many a lady's undies. <laughs> because they did not fully think through their outfit of choice for the day and whether or not they would be falling out in the spirit. <laughs> now, we have little blankets that, you know, cover right, yeah, and the say, ushers don't you are have, there. Don't you but, have people with blankets that yes, go around? Yes, absolutely. But there's still that one to two second time period where you're not quite sure where they're going, depending on how much of the spirit has overtaken them. They might spin a couple times before they fall. It, it gets a little bit dicey. And so from a very young age, I have always considered make sure your underwear clean. <laughs> make sure they look nice. But oh. really make sure your clothes cover your underwear. Because you just don't know. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Maybe just that's why I'm feeling stuff. this one so hard. Because I, I, I yeah, I'm, I feel you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry it happened to you. <laughs> you know what? I feel like that's where we got to end it for <laughs> segment. This is going to wind up taking several, several segments to get through. So you'll be here in this segment for probably the next couple weeks. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up next, we share something that we love. We'll be back in just a few with more of the Morning Side Hug right here on Back Row Radio. Welcome back to the Morning Side Hug as our show is coming to a close for today. But first, I want to share with you something that I love. Cantaloupe. Can I just tell you something? What? I feel like you've already chosen this as one of your somethings that you love. I've talked about it, but it hasn't been one of the somethings that I love. I just, I had discovered something that week and I had to share it with you. Okay. That they're super low calories. Yesterday. Okay, so look. Deidre wanted to start keto. I said, okay, I guess I'll start it with you to try and get back into the losing weight thing. I did it with her for two weeks. I did not do it very well. She's doing really good. But the one thing that I was craving, one thing that I was missing was fruit. Never really been a fruit fan most of my life. I'd eat it every now and then, but I'd never like craved an apple, craved cantaloupe. But as soon as I said, okay, I'll do keto again, and I cut fruit out again, I'm like, I want fruit all the time. Mm -hmm. And I told her, look, I just can't. I can't do it. I can't keep doing the keto thing. It's driving me nuts. I can't. I don't want to sit here and eat a whole bunch of fat all day. I want to eat fruit, which is something that I've never said in my life. And so I feel like I should nourish that feeling. (laughs) 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 So she said, okay, well, you've been doing it long enough with me that I feel comfortable that I can keep doing it. So she let me out, and uh, I bought two cantaloupes, and I would, I took both of them down each in a day. And it's fantastic, because you can do that. You can eat an entire cantaloupe, and it's less than 300 calories. I mean, sure. <laughs> But your digestive system might be a little bit off later. What do you, I mean, what happens on keto? You're constantly running to the bathroom on keto. So I feel like nothing could be worse than that. So that's fair. (laughs) So yeah, if you want to, if you want a healthy snack, but you want to eat a lot of something, 
cantaloupe. Go get you a cantaloupe. <laughs> All right, let's go to our show, the Bible verse for the day. Our Bible verse for the day is Psalms 103, Psalm 103, 13. As a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear him. Like you said that a couple times last week, and I didn't correct you because I just felt that it was petty. It's like, it's not Psalms. Did I do that, it's really? Psalm. Sorry, my but, bad. No, it's nothing to apologize because, again, it's petty. But uh, it makes me feel good that you're aware of it. <laughs> you're aware of how how poor you are at reading. Well, I mean, I guess if I give my kid a hard time for saying jewelry instead of jewelry, then I need to say Psalm correctly. Isn't it jewelry, though? No. It's, th- it's spelled jewelry. No, it's not. Yeah. Nuh-uh. It's jewelry. There's not an E? No. It drives me crazy. Yeah, you're right. There is not an E. <laughs> it sounds right in my head. It drives me <laughs> bananas. Thank you for joining us. There's a back row morning show every weekday at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. Mo and I bring you the morning side hug most of the weekend. Bubba and Anna bring you church nerds every Friday. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Back Row Radio and join our laughter-inducing Facebook community, Back Row Baptist Church, by going to backrowbaptist.com. If you miss a morning show, you can subscribe to the podcast version of the morning side hug on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most podcast apps and catch our new Monday through Wednesday shows. The podcast of our Throwback Thursday episodes are reserved for our Patreon donors as well as other bonus content and incentives. If you listen to Back Row Radio and want to support the work we do, please consider partnering with us by going to backrowradio.com slash partner. Any size donation will get you our private podcast feed. That's it for the show. We'll be back tomorrow. We hope you will too. Once again, I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. Remember that Jesus loves you. I wish someone would send me a bunch of pizzas. (laughs) And if you see us around, we'd love a side hug. Bye.